Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. This morning I want to talk about there's power in the name of Jesus. I've had this song going through my head for the last fortnight and it's been stirring in my spirit and I really want to really zero in this morning on the power of the name of Jesus. So let's get into it. Who's ready? Good. Philippians 2. Actually, I'm going to read... I'm just going to read Philippians 2, 9 to 10. Read it afterwards if you want to. But Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for the power of your word. We thank you, Lord, that we can be here together. We come here to celebrate you as our Heavenly Father today. We thank you, Lord God, that you sent Jesus for us to die the death that we deserve, that we might stand righteous in your sight because of that shed blood of Jesus at the cross at Calvary. And Father, I pray that as I bring this word this morning, you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer. Lord God, that this word this morning would be your word to touch every heart right at their point of need, at our point of need, Father God, that you would just minister through your word this morning, Lord God. And Father, I I promise to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honour, for Lord, it's all about you. And we give you thanks and we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. The book of Philippians was authored by Paul. I'll just give you a little bit of context, a little bit of background to this. So it was Paul the Apostle that wrote it in about the mid-50s to 60s AD and he was addressing the church at Philippi or Philippi as some would say. It depends on how, what side of the river you're born on, I guess. Um, Paul had a, a really special place in his heart for the church at Philippi. It was one that he'd planted and... Um, It's also one that we know he really suffered at. He was whipped at Philippi. He was put in stocks at Philippi. Um, And it talks about in 1 Thessalonians 2 where they suffered much at Philippi. And yet, through the suffering of it all, Paul had this special place in his heart and the suffering had not made him bitter. It had made him love the Lord more and love the church more and the purpose of the church. And as I was reading that, I thought, wow, there's a lesson in that for me. Um, So, you know, no matter what you go through, there's always a lesson that God wants to show you through it. As we hold on to Jesus, we keep our eyes on Jesus and we allow him to take us through whatever it is we're going through. Despite what happened, uh, it also talks about it in Acts 16, 23 to 24, the scourging and being put in stocks for the name of Jesus. Lydia, the woman, the fine seller of purple, was converted there and also one of the jailers that is spoken of in the book of Acts was converted there too. And it shows just that no matter what you're going through, there's good times and there's challenging times, and yet we just keep going. We keep moving forward in God, doing the things that 
God wants us to do and leaving the consequences to him. When we're in his will, he looks after all of those other things. But I want to look this morning about names, names in the Old Testament and bring it through into the name of Jesus and how everything culminates in Jesus' name and the power of the name of Jesus. So in the Old Testament, names often summarised character or a description of the personality of the person or the family that they were born of, um, like Ben-Judah. Ben would mean son of, so it, you know, if it was Ben-Judah, you know that the father's name was Judah as well. You also know that there were prophetic names given in the Old Testament descri- describing characteristics and traits that people would demonstrate as they as they lived out their lives for example Jacob um, he became a he was a supplanter but he became Israel which meant ruling with God names pointing to an occupation Um, Archippus was a governor master of horses Asa a physician a healer and Simon means a listener or a hearer names were fixed immediately after birth except for John the Baptist, where we hear in Luke 1.13, um, his name was given before he was born, and also Christ. Matthew 1.21, those names were divinely given before those, those sons were born and before our Lord and Saviour was born. And they were also given to men and women uh, indifferently. So um, Abihail is also male and female. Abihail was the daughter of David's brother, Eliab in 2 Chronicles 11 and then Abihel was also the father of Queen Esther and uh, the uncle of Mordecai in Esther 2.15. Names will connect you with family relationships and many names are taken from relatives so even these days we have kids that are born that are named after um, generations before because we want to remember those those uh, that have gone before us as well. There's names with religious significance. John means gracious gift from God. Samuel, God heard or the name of God. And names with El, meaning God, incorporated in names such as Israel or Eliakim. So there's a lot of, lot of teaching on names. And just to give you the background, names changed by God's direct intervention were names such as Abram, who became Abraham, Sarai became Sarah, and Jacob became Israel. So why we're looking at that is we want to lay a foundation for the awesome significance of the names and the name above all names, and that is the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, that name above all names, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, let's dig a little here. All of the names in the Old Testament of God refer to certain aspects of God's nature or the work of God or the power of God or the significance of God. Each name that God uses in his revelation points us to aspects of who he was, of his person, of his power, of his love. And I want to just look at a few of those today. There is so much if you start to do a word search on the names of God. And I've taught about this at a different time. But this morning I really want to just quickly skim over some of these things just to give context in pointing to the name that is above every name. So we look at Yahweh or Jehovah. We speak of life and being. 
And Jehovah, or Yahweh, is the one who is absolutely self-existent, the one who in himself possesses essential life and permanent existence and is the true one and only living God. There is only one God. Amen. Elohim, Genesis 1.1, the first word in Scripture used for God expresses that greatness and the glory of God. And it contains the idea of creative and governing power, of creation. Elohim is creation and it's used throughout the Bible 2,500 times. So it shows you the power and the creativity of God, that God spoke and it became. God spoke and it was. One word from God and it is. And so that raises faith in us when we hear that God is Elohim. He is over everything. El Shaddai, we talk about that in Psalm 90 verse 2. Verse 91 and Psalm 91 verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall rest in the shadow of the Almighty, the El Shaddai. It suggests that all-powerful nature of God that no matter what's happening in our lives, we can rest in the El Shaddai, the power of God. Shaddai is connected with the Hebrew word for breast and it also signifies one who nourishes and supplies and satisfies. It's a picture of the abundance and the pouring out of what God does to sustain us and bless us when we walk with him. It's amazing. Adonai confirms the concept of the Trinity and it's used in Psalm 110.1. The Lord Yahweh said unto my Lord Adonai. It speaks of ownership and mastership and that God is the owner of every member of the human family. Whether they're believers or not, God reigns over us. And when we accept him as Saviour and Lord, as through the shed blood of Jesus, we know that God is all-powerful and all-able to do extremely abundantly, or we would think or ask. Then we have those redemptive names, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, I need to put my teeth in. God who provides for our needs, the one who provides with everything that we need. Isaac asked Abraham where his sacrifice was coming. Abraham went to sacrifice his son. And Isaac said, where is the sacrifice coming from? And Abraham said, God will provide. And he used that word, Jehovah Jireh. So whenever we need to sacrifice anything to God, whenever we need to give of anything to God, God provides us with what we have and what we need to give. Jehovah Rapha, I love this. Exodus 15, 26, I am the God that heals you, speaks of the total healing of body, soul and spirit. And Jehovah Rapha who heals, heals in the Old Testament is Jesus who heals in the New Testament and post-New Testament in the times that we're living in, in the time of grace, Jesus still heals today. He is our healer. He heals our spirit, soul and body. And when Jesus was manifesting his name to the disciples, he healed the sick. He raised people from the dead and he went to redeem mankind when he went to the cross he redeemed through the shedding of his blood and he provided that sacrifice so that we would know the healing power of Jesus then we have Jehovah Nisi God our banner 
refers to the rod that Moses used when he uh, crossed the Red Sea and he brought water out of the rock as well. And a banner in ancient time was a bare pole that was, had an ornament on it and it was a, a sign of deliverance. And that banner that is raised above us, the banner over us is Christ's love. And his banner over us is the one that will take us through and deliver us through and take us out of the land of the enemy and take us into the land that God has promised for us and the times that God has promised for us. No matter what we've been walking through. You see, when we come out of Egypt, we come out of slavery, we come out of bondage. And that's a type of the world when we look at life before Christ and life after Christ. And that banner over us is, is Jesus raised on that cross that takes us through in the victory that he has for us. And that's just, just another picture of, of Jesus as Jehovah Nissi. Then we have Jehovah Makadesh, the God who sanctifies, the one who cleanses us, the one who, who sanctifies us and makes us holy and gives us that standard to look to. But I love also the fact that Jesus is our shalom. He is our peace. And Jehovah Shalom is referred to in Judges chapter 6, 24, where Israel had been way away from God, was under bondage to the enemy, and God appeared to give Gideon and as that deliverer, and he, and he called himself, I am Jehovah Shalom, I am the peace that you're looking for. And that was a confident, confident uh, declaration of anticipation of victory and peace that we can have when we refer to Jesus as our, our saviour. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. He's the Sa El Shalom. It's amazing. He is our Prince of Peace. He is our wonderful counsellor, mighty God. Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. And the names of God are all signified and brought into fulfilment in the New Testament through Jesus. We have Jehovah Sidkenu, we have Jehovah Rohi, our shepherd, the Lord, our shepherd. And if you want to do a word search on the names of God, it's an incredible, it's an incredible journey because you bring it through into Jesus. So what does it all mean? We see this all in the ministry of Jesus. Every name that is named of God is fulfilled in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every name. Jesus in the New Testament became flesh and he brought that tabernacle amongst us and through that new covenant, his presence, we can walk in truth receiving from him all of the grace that is ours in him as believers in Christ Jesus. We can, we can walk knowing that the name of Jesus is the fulfilment of everything that God is in the Old Testament and he's come for us. He's given his life for us. He's given his life that we might walk in newness of life, that we might not only just survive but thrive in him, that we might find that fulfilment in him, that we can walk every day knowing on whom we believe. We know we believe in Jesus, the Son of God. We know he's given us his Holy Spirit, that we can walk in the fullness and the newness of life that comes as a believer. We know that we can walk under that banner. He delivers us from the 
things that keeps us bound. We can walk in the peace. He is the Prince of Peace. We know that no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what we've walked through, we can declare Jesus is my peace. We can speak Jesus over our circumstances and we can speak Jesus into our circumstances as well so that we're not tossed to and fro on every wave of doctrine or every assault that comes against us or every healing issue that that afflicts us or our family, that everything that puts fear or doubt into our mind, we have Jesus, the Prince of Peace, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to his word, according to his promise and knowing that no matter what the attack of the enemy is, he is our deliverer, he is our nissi, he is our banner over us. He leads us in triumph. And it's an awesome and a mighty thing to have a revelation of the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. We teach in his name. We preach in his name. We pray in his name. John 14, 13, whatever or whatsoever in the old King James, you ask in my name that I will do. And when we ask in his name, when we teach in his name, when we pray in his name according to his will, it's a warfare that we're stepping out from our natural, frail humanity and we're stepping into the anointing of the Holy Spirit and saying, Lord, your word says, I speak this in Jesus' name. I declare the promises of God over this situation. I will not fear. I will not back down. I will not compromise. I will not bow to the things of this world. I will speak in Jesus' name and I'll believe what the Word of God says. Amen. Amen. So that warfare aspect is we're praying in Jesus' name. Revelation 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in your testimony. No one can argue with you when you tell what Jesus has done in your life. No one can come against the blood of Jesus. Where the blood of Jesus is, nothing can stand. Where God's word is, nothing can stand because the entrance of his word brings light and life. And Where there is light and life, there can be no darkness. In the prayer room this morning, I was talking about lighting a match. And do you know when you light a match, the flame does not throw a shadow. Because where there is light, there can be no darkness. And Jesus is the light of the world. And he came that we might have life and light. And I'm spitting. Sorry. (laughs) And have that in abundance. And that's amazing. It's Jesus. It's all about him. It's all about him. So there's power in the name of Jesus. And most people, even in the world, you know, those the, the not yet believers, the not yet not yet believers, that's the best way of describing people who have not come to faith in Jesus yet. They'll use the name of Jesus. They'll use it as a swear word. And when you, you can talk about God and that aspect of God as, as quite a, an airy-fairy aspect. And you can talk about God as, yeah, God said, or this, you can see God. But the moment that you bring Jesus into the conversation, things change. Things change. Have you ever noticed that when you've talked with a non-believer? It's amazing. And we're going to dig a bit into that. We can speak Jesus into every circumstance. In Acts 5, revival spread throughout Jerusalem. I'm getting really excited here. (laughs) And the high priest 
told them, the apostles, they were forbidden to teach or preach in his name. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Acts 5.28 Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. We speak healing in that name of Jesus. You see, when we speak that name, it's the name that is above every name and no one can come against the name of Jesus. No one, no weapon formed against you will prosper as you speak Jesus, as you walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus is the healer of our soul. Jesus is the healer who says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's a healing of our soul. He says, come to me. He says, take my yoke upon me, upon you, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. When we take upon ourselves the things that God wants us to do and not the things that we specifically want to do that God hasn't given us to do, he brings us the strength that we need to complete exactly what he's given us to do. No question about it. No question about it. I can testify to that. Most days I can testify to the fact that if God calls you, he equips you. And when you bring life in Jesus' name and you speak Jesus over your situation, over your cares, your concerns, your health, your family, your friends, your finances, your provision, God comes through. It's speaking Jesus. It's speaking Jesus as the Rapha, the healer. It's speaking Jesus as the Jireh, the provider. It's speaking Jesus as... As the Nisi, as the banner, as the, as the shalom, as the peace, as the shama, as the one who is with us, the Sid Canoe, the shepherd who comes with us everywhere we go so that we never need to have fear. We never need to worry when Jesus is on our side. Amen? Amen. And Jesus is on our side. Amen? Amen? And when we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and speak Jesus, watch those doors open. Watch those things shake. Watch those foundations shake that are not of God. Watch those things break wide open. Watch those addictions break. Watch those things. God said, I call those things that are not as if they were. When you speak by faith into a situation, into healing that you need, we speak healing in the name of Jesus, Tammy. We speak it because it's his word. And by his stripes, we are healed. Amen. 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 Oh, so good, isn't he? <laughs> There's nothing like church. There's nothing like the word. There's nothing like fellowship with him, with his spirit. And with each other to encourage each other. Because sometimes we come into church on a Sunday morning and you feel really, really flat. Sometimes it's a struggle to get to church, isn't it? Just me? <laughs> but when you come in and you start to praise him and you start to pray and you start to worship and you, you sit under the word of God, there is a strength that comes when, when we're singing Jesus, when we're speaking Jesus, when we're teaching, preaching, praying Jesus and faith rises, faith that will overshadow everything that is coming on us, faith that will overcome the, the lies of the enemy, faith that will overcome the fear that is on our lives, faith that will overcome the doubt and the questions, because Jesus is the one. He is our all in all. Amen? Amen.
Amen. Acts 2, 6, Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walk. Acts three sixteen, In his name. In his name. Through faith in his name. He has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Acts 4, 7. And when they had set them in his midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? And it goes on and on. Acts 4.17, but so that it spread no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on speak to no man in this name. You see, the name of Jesus put fear into the unbelievers. The name of Jesus put fear into the Pharisees, into the religious of the land. And there's nothing worse when you are walking in God than a Pharisaical spirit coming against you. Seriously. Because the spirit of Pharisee will bind you and stop you from doing the things that God wants you to do. The spirit of a Pharisee will say, why are you doing that? Looking sideways at you, criticising you, pulling you down, being negative. But we teach, we preach, we pray, we walk, we speak in the name of Jesus. Because there is no other name. No other name. There is power in the name of Jesus had enough? <laughs> oh. He's good. He's good. And we've got to come back to preaching Jesus and the full tenet of Scripture. Christ Jesus is a thread of blood running from the book of Genesis right through to the book of Revelation. It's Jesus. We can see him right through. And we're living in the times of the Gentiles. We're living in the times where we're looking for the coming of Jesus again. So while we are about the Father's business, making the main thing the main thing, we get our eyes off ourselves and we look with the eyes that Christ wants us to see. We look at our world and look at what God wants us to do in our world. We look at the people that need to know Jesus, the not yet believers, and also the ones that are already believers and yet not living in the fullness of the, of the power of God. Not understanding who they are in Christ because we sometimes don't fully understand who he is in us. The power of Christ in us. The hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amazing. Amazing. I get excited. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, our deliverer. Acts 16, 18, and this she did for many days, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her, and he came out that very hour. Delivery, deliverance. You see, there's a five-fold anointing in, when you're in Christ. It, it, it's Jesus' salvation. Jesus, our healer, our redeemer. He's our teacher. He is our deliverer. He is our baptizer in the Holy Spirit. There are so many aspects to who Jesus is. And sometimes we'll embrace one or the other. And yet there is so much more 
And there are so many captives in our world that need to be set free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I'm not saying go out and lay hands on everybody. But if God is calling you to minister in a situation, you do so in the name of Jesus. You do so by the power of the Spirit and you do so in the timing of God. Because God who opens those doors, no man can shut. When he shuts the doors, no man can open them. But when we're walking in his power, he makes the way. He will turn the red lights green for you. He'll make that way. He'll make the car have petrol in it to get you to a place that you need to go. He will make a way. He speaks and it is because he's the El Shaddai. He is the creator. He is the one. And all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our provider. Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He's our baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Mark 1, 7 to 8, there comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. This is John the Baptist. I indeed baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus is our redeemer. He's our salvation, for there is no salvation. There is no salvation in any other name. There is no other name under heaven by which man can be saved. It's the name of Jesus. He's the only one. There are not many paths to heaven. There's not many paths to God. There's one. Jesus is the door. He is the narrow gate. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Only one way. His name is Jesus. It's because of his sacrifice at Calvary. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting, eternal life. Jesus is our shepherd, our rocky. First Peter 2.25 For you were like sheep going astray but have now returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. Jesus is always with us as our shepherd. He's our wisdom. Something I pray every day, God, I don't want man's wisdom. I want your wisdom. Lord, I need your wisdom and then I need clarity. And then I need your timing. So dependent on what he needs to do in me and through me. And we're all the same. 1 Corinthians 1.24 But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. And in Proverbs verse, chapter 8, it talks about the wisdom. Wisdom calls from on high. And in Proverbs verse eight, chapter 8, it talks about Wisdom being personified and wisdom is personified in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our wisdom. I love this. He's the word. John 1.14. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And Colossians 1. I was listening to this on the way up this morning. Over and over and over, on repeat. 
on one and a quarter speed so I could get it through as many times as possible while I could still hear it. He is the image of the invisible God. This is Jesus, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of the cross. All things, all things. There's power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, to break every bondage, to set us free from every sin and to set us free from every circumstance that's not of him when we are in him. You see, the early church were consumed with the name of Jesus and they went everywhere preaching in his name, teaching in his name. And signs and wonders followed the preaching of the word. Lord, let it be again. The glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. Let us return to the book of Acts. But more than that, let us build from the book of Acts. Let us have the revelation that we need for our world now. Let us walk in the truth now. Let us walk in the power of his spirit now and speak in his name and let every name on our lips be Jesus. The first name we speak in the morning when we wake up. The last one we speak when we go to sleep at night. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. And sometimes we don't know how we should pray. And sometimes in your quietness, sometimes I just say, oh Jesus. And just wait. And when you do that, you wait for that download from him. The direction, the correction. Sometimes the adjustment that needs to happen in our spirits because I've got an attitude or feeling a bit ticked off. I know it's only me. <laughs> but this world, it affects us. You only got to look at the news or look at your next door neighbour to cry, seeing the need for Jesus. And yet if we start to really, really press it in prayer, really walk in the power of the name of Jesus and understand that all the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily within us, the Spirit of God he's given us so that he has not left us as orphans. He's left us with his Holy Spirit that we can walk in that newness of life and in that power and speak that name of Jesus into circumstances a church motivated and empowered by the Spirit of God to break the chains, to speak the name of Jesus, that name that is above every name, over every circumstance, we're going to see our community change. We're going to see our own lives change. All we want is to serve God. All we want is to see the captives free. All we want 
is to make the main thing the main thing and bring people into an understanding of how precious they are, how loved they are and the plan that God has for every single life no matter what has been before. And it's all in the name of Jesus. All in the name of Jesus. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every name, every other God, small g, every other circumstance, every other situation. That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Because one day he's coming in the clouds and every eye will see. And whether we're believers or not, we'll see and we'll know that he is Lord and that confession will come and every knee is going to bow. But when he comes, my heart desire is that every single person I know will confess him as Saviour and Lord and receive him as Saviour and Lord before that day that we can all go home together. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that, Lord, you're a good, good Father. You are the wonderful Father, the most wonderful. I thank you, Father, on this Father's Day that you watch over all of us. I thank you, Father, that you had a plan from the beginning and you sent Jesus to be our Saviour, to pay the price that none of us could pray, pay. Father, I thank you that as we confess Jesus as Saviour and Lord, Father, we come into that place of perfect redemption and salvation in you. We thank you, Lord, that as we confess our sins, say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, receive me, a sinner. Lord, take my life. Make me what you want me to be. Use me for your glory that I might speak the name of Jesus into every situation I walk and become your servant in all ways of my life. Father, I thank you that through the blood of Jesus we can do that. Be our Lord in every way. Father, we thank you that there is healing in the name of Jesus. We thank you that there is power in the name of Jesus and that you baptise us in your Holy Spirit as well, Father God. If there be one in this place today that wants to call upon the name of Jesus and has great need in their life today, Lord, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, just slip your hand up and let me see. This morning there's need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for each one in this place and everyone that's online this morning, Father. For every need, we speak Jesus over every need. We speak Jesus over every circumstance. We pray, Lord God, in your name, Lord Jesus, and we thank you, Father, that there is no greater love that you gave your only son for us, that we can walk in the victory that is ours in you, Lord God. We thank you today for the salvation, redemption, the healing, Lord God, the power of your Holy Spirit in our lives and Lord God that Lord our lives are yours and we want to walk in you every day of our life in Jesus mighty name we thank you Lord and everyone said that you would be glorified Lord God all the praise all the glory all the honor to you Lord God in Jesus name amen Amen. 
Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 